Welcome to RPG Cast episode 692 for the week of September 23rd, 2023. I'm Chris Privetier. Uh, I'm late. And that's all I got did for you. you. <laughs> did I what? I was, I was about to say, did you miss your period? Oh. <laughs> Joining me, Kelly Ryan. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm getting banished to the trouble bubble for that one. And Robert Albright. Getting out of bed to the sound of a bugle. Mm. Yeah, Tam su- suggested Anna play like the, the morning wake up military trumpet thing into my ears, but she didn't, thankfully. And Josh Carpenter. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hi. Poor man is buried in patents, probably. <laughs> Something like that. Spiral government to the. The end of the, the end of the year is September thirtieth, so huh. everything must be done. Your your cat looked like he was working Seriously. hard last night. <laughs> what did Siri find for us, Josh? Oh, hello. I thought I heard a Siri being a pain can. as usual. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, yeah, I was trying to read a patent in the other uh, yesterday. To explain something about um, something Nintendo was doing. No, not Nintendo. Uh, Apple was doing. And the links didn't work. And I almost messaged you and said, fix these links, Josh. (laughs) But I didn't because I'm not a total jerk. (laughs) Josh has a direct link to patent.org. I could probably just, well, I had the numbers, so I could have just gone to the site and looked them up and gotten the proper links myself. (laughs) We'll, we'll, we'll do what everyone in the government does. Go to Google Patents. That's where we yeah, all go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do it better than our site, so may as well use them. <laughs> like, like, that's coming to me saying, hey, can you can you handle my Amazon return? Mm. Like, no! <laughs> yeah, I, I love talking patents with my dad. He actually worked on one for a capsaicin spray paint to repel uh, fish and barnacles. For Ooh, does it work? Ships. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's Apparently cool. They really hate capsaicin. Yeah. Capsaicin, if you're not familiar with, is um, what makes spicy foods spicy. <clears throat> and I learned for the first time yesterday that cats can't taste that. Really? That would explain yeah. why it's not no, recommended as a deterrent for cats. Okay. That was Wednesday, Kelly. You, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so Jack decided in a, a fit of intelligence to lick some buffalo ranch sauce off of my hand. Mm. And I was like, buddy, you know, that's hot. And he, he just didn't give a crap. And it's I like, now whatever. know why. Yeah. <laughs> that was just kind of. As like, if. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I need to find some sort of bitter spray or something since Frankie has decided that my uh, plushies are now edible. He he tried to bite the tail off of one of my Minecraft cats, Chris. I'm so sorry. That must you have been a traumatic experience for you. You were encouraging him. Damn right I was. <laughs> so my job this week is to go and... Uh, 
because I'm I'm leaving for out of the country in a couple of weeks, and I've got to cat proof the house before we I go anywhere, and that includes uh, putting all my expensive plushes away. Oh, you don't like board them somewhere that specializes in like animal boarding? No, I just have my mom come over once a day and make sure they haven't killed each other. <laughs> I mean that works too. <laughs> I mean, there's not much more to it than that. I, I don't think I'd want to inflict Scotty on someone else. <laughs> it's, it's like, what would you rather oh, He's for? such a sweet boy. Uh, oh, he is. He's such a sweetie. <laughs> what type of cat would you rather board? My six or Scotty? <laughs> well, in your case... The fact that you just have six already answers the question of why you don't board them. Because that would be expensive. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah. Like, my mom would do it with two. Luckily, we are able to, we are fortunate enough that we can uh, have my parents check, um, look for them, or come and look after them and the dog. But, no, we, we did that the last time we went to Japan, and they were mostly fine. I think the one thing that got broke was... Uh, Alice knocked one of my 3D puzzles off the shelf. Of course, that was before she had a taste for blood. Maybe that's why she got the taste for blood, as in amiibos. I don't know. <laughs> the taste for blood. Jeez, the me. taste for amiibo blood. She hates... Now, she, she hates my dice transformers and my uh, actual transformers in particular now. Okay. Cyrael is impressed by your filthy rich POE character. Yes, it is, Cyrael. What, do you have a lot of gold? Essentially, yeah. Now, how much money did you pay for it? Uh, none. This is all earned by me, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I can't say the same about my gotcha game. That's probably so not going to sell for that. So... Uh, <clears throat> So, Chris, did you play Starfield this week? No. <laughs> All right, folks, here's what I did this week. After the show, I was feeling like, oh, my God, the Disguise 7 demo's out. Finally, something to get my attention away from Path of Exile. I went and downloaded it on my PS5, and I started playing it. And basically, that's all I did Saturday for most of the day, is I played the Disguise 7 demo. And I so, fit, so did you play or did you I just turn it on played. and play for eight hours? There is no way to have it autoplay in the demo that I could find. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 uh learned their lesson from the last one Oops, and sorry, autoplay cats. is on, like you have to earn the ability to autoplay and you can only autoplay completed levels. You can't autoplay uncompleted levels. That actually does make sense. Well, I can't even autoplay that, in the demo at all. So even if I, they're I will, completed. I will admit, for grinding, autoplay was fun, but for actually playing through the story, that really trivialized a lot of it. To the point it's where when I... game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I, that's what I titled that backtrack. They turned it into an idle game. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and I agree. And so I was like, let's get my idle game going on the TV and waste a bunch of electricity playing it on the PS5 so it looks better. Um, but then, um, oh, why did I do that? Oh, Path of Exile. Look at this. What do people do in this game? Oh, that's from uh, 
Fate's sort of uh, Fate's Day. Oh, you know who this is? Okay. Yeah. Anime character. Yeah. Fate's yeah, Day. The, you said. Fate's Day Night. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, one of the characters from Fate's Day Night. Is that a good anime? Uh. <laughs> you know how many games we've covered, Chris? What? You don't remember it at all? I haven't watched it yet. I'm behind. Remember? I'm behind okay. 15 years of anime. 15 oh, years? No, better, then why do you watch current up. seasons? You did notice that, like, I post stuff for previous you seasons. Watch while current I'm also seasons. watching the current seasons. Yeah. I just have a lot to watch, and that one's down on the list because it's multiple seasons of length, so I try and do shorter ones. Has great production value, says Chaos. All right, what's the name of it? Fate what? Fate, Fate. Stay Night. It's all, it, Is this related you know, like, to the games? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the beginning of it. Yeah. Should I not click on this? Uh, I definitely don't click on anything from the original uh, visual novel. Oh, goodness. Anime is safe. Okay, here's the lady, I think. Yeah, anime is safe. The screenshot. games are safe. Yeah. Fate Grand Order I'm just gonna, is safe. Here, there's this tiny little screenshot Ish. if you're watching. That's what was on someone's Passive Exile floor. Sorry, I, I was doing a trade in Path of Exile while we were talking. What were we talking about? Disgaea 7. Disgaea 7. Let's, let's stay on track. I was playing Disgaea 7, and I have bad news for folks. They nerfed the U.S. demo. There are a oh, bunch so. of level-up tricks that you can use to abuse to get to level 9999, or just 9999, which is a fraction of your end level in Disgaea 6 and 7. But to get to 9999... In the Japanese demo, there there are more tricks than there are in the U.S. demo. They've they learned what they are and they've patched them out of that game in Japan in one dot whatever the latest version of the game is. And the U.S. demo is based on the latest patch of from Japan, uh, or at least when the demo was created. And so those things are patched out of the game, so we can't use them. So my YouTuber Primal Liquid has strategies. But they're all slow and annoying and they involve lots of clicking. And like my whole point here was to avoid lots of clicking and get to high levels really easily. So I got a character to like level 700 or 800 or something. So I'm sure they're good enough to like destroy most of the game now. Um, But I did not max out my group and I have not felt the need to come back to it because I know when the full game comes out, they're going to be way better tools for maxing out my level quickly than I have on the demo. So it's like, I'm actually kind of disincentivized to, to abuse the demo. Um, though there are things you can abuse. Like you, you can work on getting a bunch of the gotcha coin points. So, okay. In disguise seven, here's the main thing that you can still exploit in the demo. There is a bill you can pass from the Senate that gets you... Oh, wait. One, one second, Chris. Hair frog, pay attention to this. There's a bill you can pass in the Senate that gets you gotcha po- coin points. Uh, there's like a little printy gotcha machine whenever you heal people in the hospital. So the loop that you do is you create characters... You level them up so they have lots of HP, you kill them all, then you revive them, then you have tons of gotcha coins, you spend them all to get the rewards, you make more money than you spent on healing them, and you repeat ad nauseum. That sounds tedious. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a little tedious, like, and it scales up to the point where you'll have really high level. So the, oh, right. The part where you level, where you have to recruit these high level characters, you don't actually have to level them up. When you recruit characters in Disgaea 7, they are recruited as an average level of your party. 
So by leveling oh, okay. up your main party, oh. you the characters you recruit will be higher level. So oh, the, gotcha. so, so you, this all turns into a, an abusive loop, right? Um, of very useful experience grinding and money grinding, and then you get better experience. Um, and then you're doing... Um, Oh, also those items you get can be sold or can be used to teach skills to your characters, which you can then sell those skills off of your character for mana, which you can use to power up things on your characters and stuff like that. So that's basically those hospital rewards are what get you um, money and mana um, through kind of annoying means. And and it's just a little too clicky for how my abusive loops tend to work. And so like, it's a thing where maybe I could do in bed on the switch, but since I've decided this time, I want to, the fancy looking disguise rather than the grungy looking disguise. Um, it's, I'm not going to sit in the living room doing it. So I'm waiting for some better exploits with the base game. I think, um, assuming I really can get myself to play it. Then I will say, uh, so far the story was all right. So I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I felt this way in Disguise 6, though, and I felt like the dis- story kind of broke down towards some of the endpoints. Or, you know, I don't remember enough to care uh, to do a deep criticism. Eco. We know, yeah, the the stories don't come to Disguise for the story, right? So I just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> it's fine, and uh, so far it seems it like it could be okay. And I wish the demo had more things unlocked to make it easier to get mana, but it doesn't. And uh, that's where we're at. Um, but yeah, it's a demo. Yeah, it's a demo. And so what you end up doing is you teach your characters this skill um, that every adjacent character gets 50% additional XP. And then you surround your character with characters with that skill. And it, and then you, you have a couple people around you holding people with that skill so that they're also next to you because you you run out of adjacent tiles so you have to stack them on top of each other so you lift them and then you basically cast buffs on your team and you get experience for casting buffs on your team um you used to get experience for healing and it was better experience but they nerfed that so now you just have to buff and so you sit there and you gain like um 10 levels a turn or something like that and then it's like eh, it's fine <laughs> it it cracks me up because in disgaea one they had those level those leveling baps mm-hmm. and in two you could tell that they really walked that back and oh, they're, they're in the, like all the disgaeas though oh i know but in two the love the good leveling maps were way yes. into the story yeah yeah and then the rest of the series has just been screw it. Here you go. Here's the cheat shop where you don't even have to pass bills to adjust your EXP gains anymore. Just knock yourself out and have. Yeah, fun. they don't have that in this demo, unfortunately. It, it probably gets unlocked later because that, that. Oh yeah, away. no, no, I I agree. It probably does. It's just not in the demo. Yeah, that went away a long time ago because it was so tedious to pass bills to raise and lower your experience, especially if you had pissed off the Senate. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Senate this time, um, the animation is a sumo match, and I love it. What? What, Tam? Oh, I said, uh, unless you just get so strong enough where pissing off the Senate doesn't matter. Yeah, that's pretty much the only way to pass the I want more money bill. Yes, and that's true here too. Oh, there's that's also always- a um there's also a Senate bill. I want to see the ending 
And uh, basically, you can spend money to pass a bill that gets you a bad ending, even in the demo. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. Yep. The, that game, they, it knows its audience. They know they're, yeah, meta. they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, is, is that like, all you uh, played? Metal, sounds like Metal Saga, where you could end the game like super early in the game by marrying your best friend and basically getting a bad ending. Oh. Um, that uh, that's that all I played other than Path of Exile. I've continued to level up my Righteous Fire character. It's very powerful. Um, I still haven't beaten the Maven. Um, I'm working on that. I've beaten the Eater of Worlds and the Syrian Exarch, which is I've never gotten this far in a Path of Exile league before. So this is this is great. Um, but I'm I'm getting into the I'm getting into the real grind end game because. Hmm. To, to get those those last few bosses, you have to collect fragments of maps from running other maps, and then you can unlock the ability to fight those bosses, and then hopefully you learn, you do well enough that you don't have to fail the fight and collect all those fragments again to try again. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't think running circles around the table is helping. It's not helping, but I can't think of... This is what I can do while talking on a podcast, Tam. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Anyone else play anything? So, Disgaea's meta knows its audience. Sea of Stars plays it straight. I had f- finished that. Straight ten out of ten, right? Yeah, no, this is like the best RPG I've. I think or best re- best sixteen bit aping RPG I've ever played. Okay, it nails the style. And I, I I was sitting there thinking about the story this morning, and they don't go hard on the tropes in this game. You know, the, the, the typical RPG tropes, like saving a princess and chosen one story and whatnot. Um, I'm going to try to lobby hard for this to, to for the uh, most original RPG award this year, just because the whole story... You know, I, I've been playing RPGs for so long. I can guess stuff coming from a mile away in these games anymore. And and Sea of Stars story kept me kept me guessing the whole time. That's and, good because usually these game these sort of games kind of like really lean into the old RPG tropes heavily. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the, the style is very Chrono Trigger. Um, there's even stuff at the end that is very chrono triggered that I can't get into because of spoilers. But as far as the main plot line itself, it just they must have had a really intense brainstorm brainstorm it, session you know, trying to come up with stuff. And I, I know a lot of people make parallels to it to Chrono Trigger, and I know that's a lot of the inspiration they had. But oddly enough, the battle system it doesn't make me think Chrono Trigger. It makes me think Magical Vacation. Yeah, I can barely remember. Or Magical Star Sign, sorry. I, I can same, same barely answers. remember that game. Um, I played it a long time ago and don't remember a thing about from it other than The, the reason words. I say that is because the battle system in uh, Magical Star Sign did, like, every attack did have, like, a timed combo part to it that you yeah. could deal extra damage and that's why i think the at least the battle system reminds me more of magical star sign than uh, than chrono trigger um and, and interestingly enough you've got a lot more combo moves in this game compared to chrono trigger and they never 
added any triple combos, which I found kind of interesting. Um, I think it, well, you have six characters in Chrono Trigger, don't you? At the seven. end, seven. yeah, yeah, potentially seven. seven. <laughs> um, you can cap out at six in this one. And Does it matter? Uh, for the, for the combination attacks, it kind oh, of does. Cause I think, that's good then. It makes it easier to figure them all out. Yeah. Yeah, and certain characters that appear late in the game, you just get the combo attacks. Other ones you have to uh, find out in the world. Um, you also get a, a what's called a falconite parrot later on the, in the game that tells you how many treasure chests are still on each island. Um, so that's what I was doing this week was just going through each island and kind of backtracking and f- finding all of the treasure chests in the game. Um, I mean, I, I 100%ed this one because I, I couldn't put it down. And there there is an ending and a true ending that kind of rewards you for completing everything. And, and the true ending kind of blew my crap away, but I cannot talk about it. Because of spoilers, yeah. Uh, just, just such a good game. If you, if any of you have any nostalgia for sixteen slash thirty two bit era RPGs, you owe it to yourself to play this. And I think it's only thirty bucks. It's on Game Pass as well. Yeah, yeah, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I, I think you two would like it. Josh. I have it installed. I've got I it. it. I haven't started it yet. I, no, wait. I, I, I think I have it installed too. What are you waiting for? It's so good. <laughs> I've, I've got like four different games I'm streaming, though. But, but this game is probably better than all of them. Combined. Yes, combined. Well, I, right. I, I mean, it's better than because... Starfield, Kelly. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I hear no, I. I what, cha- okay, we're going to get there. Sorry. <laughs> we can talk about it later. <laughs> Um, so one of my I've, one of the games I'm playing has combining robots. I want to know. I want to know Sea of Stars versus Chained Echoes. I That's the comparison I want to know. Yet. Okay. Um, I haven't heard nearly as much praise for Chained Echoes, but that is because uh, Platy slash Matt slash my podcast partner in crime played it, and he said that he couldn't really jive with it. Like but, a lot of people, there's some people who really like Chained Echoes. And there's other people who don't, and like the the breadth of descent for Chain Echoes is dependent on who you talk to. Um, Hairfrog tried to stream it here on the channel, and he could he couldn't get into the story. Oh, I tried okay. to play it. I couldn't. It for me, it was system bloat. Too many things to manage. Okay. Too, too many. It sounds like so. I think I would, you know, I've played some of Chain Echoes, so I actually do know that it it kind of vibes with me. So I I think I can get into that one. Um, But that's okay. That's good. Like different things for different folks. So yeah, you you talk about the opposite of system bloat. Each character in Sea of Stars only has three moves and uh, three magic moves and an ultimate. Well, I'm not just talking combat. I'm talking like there was there was a, a. system for upgrading your skills there was a system for upgrading your weapons there was a system to acquire weapons there was a system to upgrade other things from doing different things in the world there was hidden digging point system there was systems for like finding hidden caves that damn you get mechs in that game why aren't you playing it 
There, there's a mech system. There's a mech upgrade system. See? I am done. I am completely You should done be playing it. <laughs> Have you watched me play Super Robot Wars? I don't even use half the systems in that game. But there's mechs in it. You're supposed to like all the mech games. How dare you not like this game that has this thing that I've stereotyped you as liking. <laughs> I, I, I like a specific type of mecking. Something else. Um... There is an individual character experience in Sea of Stars. There's one experience bar. Everybody levels up at the same time. And you get stat stat boost, but you can pick like a bonus each time, stat each time you level. Oh, okay. And I, and yeah. I, I said corrected. Uh, Hairfall corrected me in the chat. Uh, he's He couldn't gel with the fact that you could not grind out your levels in, in uh, Chained Echoes. Yeah, that that would be annoying. And instead of grinding in Sea of Stars, um, th- there's the artifact system that lets you adjust how difficult the encounters are. Because mm. um, I, I fought some super bosses at the end of the game, and I, I turned on one of the assists that was like, take less damage, um, just so that I could get through through the end a little bit quicker, because some of those super bosses got pretty hard. You know what my issue is with with people trying to ape 16-bit RPGs? What's your issue, Kelly? That they try to ape the crap that was tedious, like grinding and super bosses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Sea of Stars does it right in that you can still play through the game and have fun and not once have to run around and grind. Mm-hmm. Unless you money, want to. Not for, no, there's there's no need to. There's absolutely no need to in this game. Well, well um, now you're speaking my language. Again, <laughs> unless you want to, I'm saying. And, and Don't you I, want to, I mean, baby? I, I put like 40 hours. My clock at the end was 40 hours. And I it... It felt like a complete game, but it, it is so streamlined that you're not going to spend a second uh, bored or being like, oh, i got to go kill another metal slime for the hundredth time, that, that kind of stuff. And I, I, as, an, as an old woman who's been playing this crap for 30 years, I, I appreciate uh, g- games that do stuff like this. So anyway, sorry, I I'm I know I'm gushing about this game, but I'm trying to kind of emphasize all the stuff that they put into it so that it you're not going to be bored unless turn-based stuff is boring to you anyway. In that case, I don't know what to tell you. Go play Dark Souls or something. <laughs> Go play Dark Souls. Um, and, and then uh, re- relevant to your interest, Josh, I picked up um, Boundless Trails. Yes. So how uh, did you start that up? Yeah, I got through the prologue on Thursday night um, j- just because I wanted to, to try it out. And yeah, if if you hadn't told me that this was a Zwei game in disguise, I would have come up to you and asked you, is this was this supposed to be a Zwei game? <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was supposed to be, but it, it certainly has a lot more. um Zvi influence than anything else. People have said ease, and I'm like, no, it's not ease, it's Zvi. Because, <laughs> like, not only the fact that the main characters are, are pink and blue, yeah. but the, the second there's like, hey, you can eat food to gain experience, I would have been like, what? Yeah. I've only played one other game like this. <laughs> no one else was crazy enough to do that. <laughs> Thankfully, they got it right in the second game. I don't 
remember the leveling being bad in this one. I remember it being okay in uh, Nayuta, but it's been a very long time. <laughs> yes. So but bear in mind, I only played uh, Zwai, the Ilvard Insurrection, the sequel, because they came out in reverse here. Yeah. I didn't play the Pixel one because I kind of couldn't get into that one, but it also ran like crap on my laptop. Um. I'm I'm gonna keep going with this is why my my one complaint so far it's doing that thing that Falcom games do that I hate, where like the first two lines in a conversation are voiced, and then none of the rest of the conversation is voiced. Well, we'll see. Like this one, I mean, this is going back to where very little of the game was originally voiced because it was originally just a PSP game, so they yeah. had space for you know like full voice acting. Yeah, I, and I I forgot about that aspect of it, and that makes sense now. That I just I absolutely hate that. <laughs> like, okay, turn down my podcast so I can hear the dialogue, and the rest of it is silence. So, so how does how does it control now on a console? Because that's a, it, it's a game that I really enjoyed playing on the PSP. It was one of my it's one of my favorite PSP games. But there's a big difference between playing like a uh, an act essentially an action RPG on a PSP where you had very limited controls it couldn't be quite as tight just because like you didn't have analog sticks to actually control your characters with you had the you know the mediocre nub that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you had to live with um so how's it on an actual uh controller now and looking on a ps5 It, it controls pretty well um I'm getting. I'm annoyed that I can't remap the controls because the main attack button is on the O button. So of course I keep mashing the square button to try to attack because that's where every it is on every other game I've ever played. <laughs> but that probably makes sense since on a PSP it probably feels better on your hands to have the button that you're mashing be the closest to the edge. Yeah. Now that I think about it, and I, I wish that I would have put in something to remap the controls. Um, also, funny you mentioned PS5. I didn't know that there wasn't a PS5 version of this. Yep, yep. Falcom only made the PS4 version. I, I came in the mail, and I was like, I thought I ordered the Switch version. Well, <laughs> crap. If, I, if I'm going to play this, I want to play the upgraded PS5 version and went to go do an Amazon return. And I was like, oh. There, there is no PS5 version. Oh, okay. But never mind. May have just been one where there, there wasn't, you know, that big of a diff. There wouldn't have been really much of a diff graphical oh, difference. No. You're already coming from a, a PSP game, so you're, you know, what to get to 1080p, you're already multiplying by all, all at least four times, a little bit more, because PSP yeah. had that weird whatever 270 resolution, 272. Yeah. Yes, it's a, this was basically just an HD spit shine to get it up to... to get it the, working. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of wish I would have picked up the Switch version now, though. That way I could play it on the go. But I didn't feel like dealing with the Amazon return. And <laughs> I, I wanted to play other stuff on my Switch while I'm playing this. So we'll see how much further I get, get into it. Because like I said, I only got through the prologue Thursday night. Um, before it was almost bedtime. Yeah, so. the, the the story was kind of like kind of bland and mediocre, but I really like the gameplay and level design. Uh, some of the boss fights were really very epic and 
the the game, you know, Falcom, I, I usually think of, and I, I think they probably have a little bit of a reputation of being like behind everybody else in terms of graphics, you know, like almost mm. being a couple of console generations behind. But mm-hmm. this was a game that actually did really kind of push the PSP and looked really great on the PSP. I don't know if that comes across now on, on, on a big screen on a console, but at the time it was like a really impressive, it was right at the very end of the, PSP's life cycle. The Falcom spent a ton of time, you know, like uh, developing pretty exclusively for the PSP. So they kind of put everything in terms of a, from a technical sense into this game, and it 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 was just a delight to play. Yeah, well, I, I can't wait to get more into it because I, like I said, I really liked the uh, Spy when I played it on my laptop. I I I'd actually put it. Um, pushed it out via the HDMI port to my big TV and then had a wireless Xbox controller playing that. And for, for the most part, it played okay. It was a bitch to get running right, though. <laughs> yeah, some of those Falcom games, those older ones, can be just, like, persnickety. Like, they're not oh, graphically wow. demanding, but they could just be... There can be just weird, strange issues, you know, stemming from them being a, a Windows game from, you know, like 1990, you know, or, well, who knows when that engine was uh, yeah. first created. But, yeah, that, that sometimes leads to issues with those games. Yeah, the, the issue I was having was that the either the cutscenes wouldn't play or wouldn't have any sound. And hmm. I can't remember what I did to get that to work. <laughs> Digging through their, their unfortunately separate uh, configuration app. Yeah, and... Um, hoping someone on reddit figured it out <laughs> either on reddit or the steam forums the steam forums yeah but um, it, I it's it's an interesting game like i i think when i played it in terms of like storyline originally i was like what the heck does this have to do with uh trails okay they just kind of like slapped on the trails name and there's like you know like almost just as a marketing thing but now after having played like Cold Steel 4, I, I, you know, obviously it won't spoil anything, but there were reveals at the end of Cold Steel 4 that kind of make me think that this game ties in more than I originally thought. Like there's mm. some stuff that happened that's revealed at the end of Nyuta that makes me think like, oh, this wasn't there. There may be some actual tie in between this and the uh, regular trails line. So. Mm. At, at least from a tinfoil hat theory kind of thing. So I'll be curious if you get through the game to see what you think about it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm going to try to get through it in the three three weeks before I leave for vacation. <laughs> so um, we'll see. It's funny, I've got homework over vacation. I bought near Auto, Automata on the Switch uh, just to play it so that we could do our backtrack on it in near Vember. Near Vember? Really? Yeah. I love well, it. Well, really. so, sort of near Vember because the on the first we have Neo, the world ends with you. But then we were like, let's do both near games. Nero. Yeah. All right. It's got all the end games. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, well, of course you already played the PSP version, so you probably have no reason to pick this up other than nostalgia. Uh, yeah, I want to pick it up, but I need to. I've got too many other. There's so many games coming out right now, so. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not even October yet, and we're already kind of in Game Mageddon. Yeah, Game Mageddon. <laughs> I was next watching. Year's already, 
All right. The beginning of next year is already looking pretty stacked already. I was watching people play through the new Mortal Kombat yesterday on stream. It's a good story mode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They weren't playing the Switch version, were they? No. Is that not good? (laughs) Oh, have you you not heard the controversy? Oh, no. Deliberately didn't show Switch screenshots and I think showed a Steam version screenshot in a trailer or something because the Switch version just looks awful. I'm not surprised. Awful like Megan Fox's voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but she's a she's in, in this game or Mortal Kombat. She is, and uh, the performance was. Uh, you know what? Let's let's give her the benefit of the doubt. It was not well directed. <laughs> <laughs> is is oh, it so like we're using the SO4 excuse? Mm-hmm. Is Which it like actually that? Actually, is poorly directed because all those people are like actual voice actors for a lot of characters. Yeah. Is it like that time that they got Ronda Rousey to voice a character, and big surprise, a wrestler probably doesn't know how to act, or I'm sorry, boxer. <clears throat> well, Megan Fox is a is an actor, though, right? I know. <laughs> well, yeah. No, she is an actor. She is not a voice. Well, actress. She is not a voice actress. Sure. There is actually a different skill set needed for those two things. Some yep. people can do it very well, but some See people can not. See J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. I put a link in our Discord chat so that you could bring up the screenshot comparisons on screen. Okay, let me do that. Because they, they are quite... <laughs> they, they are something. I think they're... Aren't they okay? This is oh dear. <laughs> That's the look of somebody that just realized that they shit their pants. <laughs> Which <Yeah>. one? <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Surprise versus disgust. If you're if you're listening at home, on the left we have a PS5 screenshot of a disgusted Johnny Cash taking his shades off. Johnny, on the, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Excuse me. On the right, we have a disgusted Johnny Cage, except we can't tell because his face is stuck in a neutral pose and his eyes are open and he's smiling creepily at nothing in the corner and (laughs) showing no emotion, taking the shades off. Also, his shirt has lost all of its texture and the buttons are just kind of blobs of color rather than, you know, buttons. It's, um, it is something. (laughs) Yeah, I will say, um, and... And we got into this on uh, Q&A Quest a little bit Thursday night. Is uh, I started watching some of the uh, fatalities. I got through four of them before I shut the video off because I was like, that's too disgusting. Too gross? Yeah. They're too, um, too gross. They're extreme. Like I, And I think, and we actually said, maybe in a little bit, the Switch version might be better yeah. in regards to the, the fatality because... The amount of graphics for like the PS5 and the Xbox version of those is just way too detailed. Mm. So that you're is... saying if you have a weak stomach, get the Switch version? Yes. Not even a weak stomach, just they're 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 gross. Like fatalities have always been I mean kind that's of... that's the point. <laughs> right, but that's always that, been the point. Is, look if you go back and look at the older versions of them, there's a level of disconnect because the graphics weren't that good, but now that you have these hyper-realistic yeah. well, graphics... I'm going to say like, this has been the case since Mortal Kombat 9, so like, there, there's nothing new here. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 
but anyway, uh, so if you're into a, if you want a good Mortal Kombat movie, watch someone stream it. Is all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, be aware it gets bloody because it's a Mortal Kombat game. And yeah. So if that squicks you out, don't stream it. <laughs> I ain't streaming it. That's fine. I don't think I, th- I don't think Hair Frog or Pauls would like that very much. Oh no! I don't stream it on our channel. That's not what we do here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. What did um someone else played something? Or are we done? I mean, I played more Starfield, but not that much. Tell me about um, Starfield. Is it good? No. Okay. <laughs> it's mediocre. And that's the worst I hear so many people seem to be liking it. I'm so confused. Do what now? I, I, I couldn't tell. What, 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 what question am I answering here? Oh, Chris, Chris said, is it good? I told him it's Bethesda. You expect good from Bethesda. Uh, I've I've enjoyed games from Bethesda before. Just this one is kind of like it. It seems kind of rotten by the numbers. I, I <laughs> the the main story is still very bland. Um, I I almost kind of wish it was a little bit more gamified. I, I actually I ran into uh, I was doing kind of a side mission last night. And I started on it, and I started working my way through it. You're you're chasing some criminal down into an asteroid, and like what I didn't realize when I got into it is like apparently it's like way more highly le- you know designed for someone who's way more highly leveled. But they didn't really. They it's didn't, not signaled to you, yeah. No, it wasn't signaled well because like at the beginning of the the level, like I had no trouble taking out the enemies. It was after I got like three quarters of the way through, you get to this last uh, room that was just filled with robots and um, turrets and enemies. And there must have been like 30 enemies in this room. And it's just like, OK, I am nowhere near leveled up enough to take this on. I guess I'm just going to have to truck my way all the way back out of the asteroid because th- that was one of the few places where you can't uh, fast travel from. So that was kind of like frustrating. Like, if they're going to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we're going to go gamified, just go ahead and tell me, like, hey, you probably ought to be level 20 if you want to take on this mission. You're going to be a little underleveled at level 12. Like, man, go do something else for a while. And it's just they don't make a good enough use of space. Like, there's, you know, like, whatever, like 15 hours in, there's no aliens that I've come across. I haven't heard anybody talk about any, like, why do you have a game in space and not, not, not use it to actually create you know, like alien life forms and races. There, there's. I hear there's like no very, alien relationships or anything either. It, and and there's just almost no stakes even to the main story itself. Like we're we're, we're just kind of like searching for these artifacts because you have visions when you touch them, but they're the you know like okay, so just don't touch them and then you don't have visions. There's no like oh you're dying and we need to find this out. Even it's just like. Oh, you have visions when you touch these artifacts. Maybe we should try find them all, all right. and see what. So happens. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, you know, the issues I expected as far as writing and justifications of what you're doing. Um, but like, is the gameplay fun? It's it's just kind of first person shooterish. I kind of miss the, I miss Vats. If we're going to do first person shooter, I miss Vats from uh, okay. Fallout. You know, like I prefer to at least have that option of going turn based, like that that Fallout still gave you. <laughs> And this is just, you know, it's first-person shooter. And it's okay. It's competent. 
Um, but it's not as, you know, because they have so many different environments, they aren't all well as well crafted as they could be. It's not like playing like Mass Effect, which itself admittedly is a corridor shooter, but everything is very, you know, because it's a much more defined corridor shooter, it's much better thought through and laid out. I've seen some Starfield, and oh my god, those faces. <laughs> like, the faces don't match with the movement of the lips. I don't know if you've seen, really noticed that. How does it compare with these faces, Tim? <laughs> um, closer to the Switch. Because <laughs> as I said, the, the lips will be, like, talking everything, and the head will be moving, but the lip movements don't match how the head is moving. Hmm. So it's it's a little disconcerting. I like it's when like, the eyes swivel the way too far in one direction. <laughs> I mean, d- dumb question because I've only ever played Skyrim. Is isn't the point of Bethesda games that the main story isn't that great and it's the side <laughs> stuff that's what, what's there? Is that is that it? Do you think Bethesda would say that list that as the advantage of their games, Kelly? Well, I mean, they wouldn't, but most uh, most. <laughs> People from yeah, what I've the heard, they yeah. is they just work. Oh yeah, just they just works. no problems. Yep, it <laughs> Buzz, just works. Unbuggy, co- unbuggy content. That's that's the Bethesda promise here. <laughs> no, it just I, works. I, in fairness, I haven't had any anything yet so far. So well, that's shrug. something. Yeah, I, I've, I've had uh, my friend Rosar, who's who's streamed up a little bit on his channel, um, and I've watched him. He actually had an NPC sink into the floor. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen that uh, as as well on other people's content. Uh, I'm asking that sincerely. I I don't want to tell you, Kelly, because I I feel like the side content is not well done in things like Skyrim, and the game is fun despite it, which is weird to me. Cause, well, like, what do you consider side content? Because I thought that the side everything content like, pretty much like, <laughs> go, going and doing the guilds or yeah, you know, ch- chasing different yeah, quest lines. Yeah, that that is. And is that not so, good in Skyrim? Um, I feel like the story writing of that stuff is not good. So, but, so what is it? What what's the feature in Skyrim that like drew you along? Because you spent a ton of time in it, Chris. I think modding. <laughs> <laughs> I think modding is what got me through that game. Um, Do we need to link the clip of you going with the, uh, the no booby mods? I, Let's I not. Mean, I played Skyrim <laughs> and I I liked the like just running around and exploring the most, just seeing what kind of trouble I could get into. Yeah, that is one of my favorite clips, by the way. Why? <laughs> Why? Just. Why? <laughs> it's all it is. It's all booby mods. There are no booby. There are no non booby mods. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Ugh. Um, I couldn't explain it. Like, I I think that's one of the weird things about Skyrim. I think it's like a game that's better than its pieces, but and it works out. And I'm kind of yeah. wondering if Starfield would be the same same way. Like would it have maybe, that? Maybe once there's enough mods out for it. It's like it's despite Bethesda's best efforts, it's not Fallout seventy six. And unfortunately, I'm not getting that vibe from Starfield from the people I talk to. And yet, there are people I don't really talk to. You know that 
you know, I do catch like streams of people referring to Starfield saying, I love that game and I can't wait to play more. And it's like, so there must be something going on there. Like, does it have that Skyrim magic again? And I just want to know if it does or doesn't and what people see in it. And I can't get answers. <laughs> I, I can't answer it for you. Yeah, I, I'm still playing it. Um, you know, like it, it, it very much kind of falls into the like, this is competently done. I can sit down and play it is for it? a couple hours. And, and I, yeah, I mean, OK, like, everything works, <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah, which is a high bar for Bethesda, kind of honestly. So. Bethesda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, I remember all the bugs playing the uh, Fallout games on PS3. Even years later, it was just, you know, so many bugs. Oh, here's the, in the chat. The best description I heard was, if you liked Fallout 4 and wanted in space, Starfield is for you and you'll love it. Well, that means Starfield isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I when it comes to Western game games and tropes, I prefer fantasy to sci-fi, frankly, just because I'm not, unless it's Star Wars I'm not, or Star Trek, I'm not really a sci-fi person. Uh, for me, it's Babylon 5. Babylon 5, although I re- will admit I really enjoyed Mass Effect. Yeah, I, I, that's an, a good exception. I forgot about Mass Effect because so did uh, Bungie. You mean EA? EA. Bioware. EA. Bioware, sorry. I could not. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, Bungie, Bungie does have uh, Destiny. Which They've is got their own sci-fi. issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, at least you named a company that has a sci fi space shooter. Yeah, I think that's why I got the names confused. Uh, well, I mean, you know, like Mass Effect, it had the really strong narrative. It had really strong, interesting characters to go along with it. It had you aliens. Know, both, it did have aliens. And, and, and you had got you know, to have sex with them. <laughs> None of them turned into bears, but, you know, you can't have everything. Are, are you saying that Larian needs to take over the Mass Effect series? I'm Ooh. saying if, if Larian did it, that, that alien would turn into a space slug when you had sex with it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Whether that's a good uh, thing or a bad thing is, is for you to decide. I'm not here to kink shame. Um, I'm just here to ask kink why. I'm thinking um, Rancor or gosh, I can't remember those big things in Star Wars with the horns now. Uh, which one? Bantha. Bantha. Banthas. Oh, Bantha Pudu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be a, a space druid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that's like almost your question a week. What 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 game series should Larian take over? You know, for from the. Uh, I think we found it. It's uh, it's uh, Knights of the Old Mass Republic. Ah, uh, oh. Yep. Ooh. Knights of the Old Republic or Mass Effect. You get to date Jabba. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know rule 34 stuff of job mm-hmm. oh yeah there's rule 34 he's stuff got a lot of feet under there <laughs> people I like saw feet one of those today sadly oh i'm sorry <laughs> is that one you can only date if you're a woman and you have to show up in a bikini is that is that how you romance java yeah that, that, th- that would make sense now that i even though that's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to see that scene. No. 
So I, I think that's all what we've been playing. That's yeah. I think uh, given where we ended up, me. I think we need to move on. Except for me. <laughs> oh, Tam, what'd you do? So um, while my internet basically died last Friday, um, I, there was a power outage. But luckily, over the last twelve hours, my internet got fixed. So I think uh, enough people who were in my area all complained to CenturyLink there were issues and they fixed it uh, several days early because I wasn't expecting a technician out till Monday. So, yay. But unfortunately, because I was offline, I didn't play a whole lot. So I, I did, I, I've uh, gotten through, uh, I was in Chapter 4 for most of the week of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 uh, doing side quests because Chapter 4 is when you get the uh, boat and you have that oceany area that is like really huge compared to a lot of the areas. So I spent a lot of time just exploring different islands. Um, I, I will say I, I did get further. Um, I, I know the game's still kind of newish, so I don't want to do spoilery things. Mm-hmm. I will say um, I had to pick a hairstyle. That's that's about as far as I've gotten. Okay. For, so those who know where I am know what I mean. <laughs> so Vaguely. I I had to pick a very specific character's style hairstyle between short or long hair. Wait, which Xenoblade did you say you're playing? Three. Oh, oh okay. I know where you are. Yeah, that does yes. tell me. Yep. As I said, it's very specific. But, yep, that's enough. Yep. <laughs> oh, I, I can... You get it now? There's like, there's like an hour of cutscene there. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hour, hour and a half cutscene, yep. Yep. No, I know where you are. <laughs> they give you a lot of exposition and uh, gave, gave you a little bit of the. <laughs> That's fe- so funny. The gut punch with the feels. Yep. Yeah. That oh was- God, that scene made me cry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that that was last night. <laughs> um. So, I, I I'm still really enjoying the game. I have slowed down a bit because the ocean area was just so huge. I finally just said. Forget this. I'm going to continue on with the story at this point. But yeah, yeah. trying to map map out that ocean is a trip. Yep, I had to give yeah. up on it too. Yeah, I I mostly have because the boat just doesn't to... control well. <laughs> no, the boat does not control well, and um, and I'm just so I ended up just trying to map out uh, the islands, which makes more sense. Although I did find one quest that involves some white fog so i need to find yep. the other trigger for that one but uh that's the problem i kept coming back because there were quests to clear out and there are things that are hidden on that map that you aren't seeing that are part of getting that full completion so it's like it, it's almost better if you just get a map that's like a spoiler free like go here <laughs> if you can yeah, to, to be honest if you're dead set on mapping out that area i would just wait till the end of the game that does improve it yeah yeah, I take it. I take it when you get the flying machine that they hinted at earlier in chapter four. It helps. Okay, as I said, I, I that was kind of a dead obvious here. It's like, yeah, I have these plans, but they're not ready yet. I I, I was dealing with that and see if Star and they really Lord aren't is- finished until you beat the game, right, Kelly? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, there's a, there's one quest. Um, I don't know if it's a DLC quest or not that specifically says, yeah, come back when you beat the game. It yeah. literally tells you this. Yeah. And it's in the there's there's zone. like additional content after you beat the game. There's yeah, like so. it, the, the game has a built-in expansion inside of I, it. I also <laughs> did find the uh, level 110 serpent thing in the ocean because I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. that looks like an interesting unexplored area. You can beat area. that. 
You can and, beat and that. Then I, and then I stared at it, and I'm like, I'm like level 80. You can do it. No. There's also a spot with um a level 100 character, or um what is it, the starred beasts. What were they called in that game, Chris? <laughs> the, the ones that were like actually boss fights. I don't remember. <laughs> um, There's a cave with a couple level 100 of those that are pretty mm -hmm. easy to take out that are great for uh, maxing out your character's um, jobs. Mm, yep. Especially if you do some EXP boost food. I do remember that. those caves with hard monsters being good yeah. for that. But I, um, I actually cleared out the one with the level eighty six. There you go. That's All right, you're doing stuff. you're doing the thing. You don't need our help. Oof. Yeah, no, I'm 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 ha I'm still having a lot of fun with it. So, and I, the, the story's really good. I'm I'm kind of sad I slept on it for a little bit. And uh, as I mentioned last time, when I about Xenoblade. I didn't really enjoy one and two as much. I did. I did get far enough in one where I was starting to enjoy it, and then I had an issue with my my uh, inability to, or my uh, fear of heights. So I was like, "Nope." <laughs> one of the, some, some, and I have some of the same issues with Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Is there's some beautiful vistas that make me want, not want to play the game because I'm scared of heights. Oh, yeah. There's 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 one area in that game that's very high up. There's Mountain a top. Well, yeah, but there's like one that's excessive. The the cave, the third area at the start with the cave that just goes down into some nowheres. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so I was um, more like the mountaintop that you can kind of fly around and just fall, and then you have to wait twenty seconds before your character dies, and it's like, yeah, if I was scared of heights, this would not be a fun feeling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. So. um uh, I've also tried out the Mega Man X Dive Offline, which is that offline is that Mega a, Man X. What is that? <laughs> so it's Mega Man X. They made a gotcha game. Oh. They, they had it run for three years, oh. but they never released it in the West. Uh -huh. They only released it in like. So now it's here. But now it's here. But they made they took so they took down it as a gotcha. Oh. Took Go out all their collaboration stuffs. Uh -huh. And made it an offline version, and it, and it plays kind of like a RPG combined with a. Wait, run where do gun. you get it then? On a phone I still? I, I bought it for forty bucks off of Steam. Oh, it's on Steam. Yeah. Okay. And how does it like how does it play? Is it good? Converted gotchas can go either way, you know. It's it's honestly not bad. Um, they did keep like the auto targeting. So and and some like cooldowns for the weapons and whatnot, but I I don't think the story the story's not that great. But if if you want if you just want to collect Mega Man characters, there's no you know pay system. All everything's in game. Yeah, currency. how's it gated? Time? Uh, no, there, no time gates or anything. You it just it, how much is gated is how much you play. Okay. Because you have to just regrind. So it's kind of like an Apple Arcade conversion. So it's just like, yeah, here it's it's all in here. You'll get it by playing. So if you like the the main plane of the so yeah. So how does the game play work? Is it action or like is this a? It's it's <laughs> it's Mega Man Gotcha. So I expect it to be a match three puzzler instead of an action game. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a side scrolling run and gun. Okay, all right. With then. auto and it auto targets. Cool. Yeah, I what was this I, game called? Mega Man X Dive Offline. <laughs> Good naming. It's on yeah, Steam, the, Kelly, for like forty yeah, bucks. You um, said thirty. Yeah. Oh, thirty. Okay. But because 
I'm yeah, losing. I unlocked. Uh, I actually shared an image of uh, Layer, who was uh, zero spotter in the later Mega Man X games. And uh, all right, so this is a gotcha game. Does that mean once you unlock certain characters, you just trivialize the content because they're overpowered in S rank? Well, I'm actually overpowered in using a B rank character. Okay. I I wish listed it because I'm curious if it's ever going to go on sale. It, it might. It Unfortunately, because right? it's brand new, it's not going to yeah. be on sale right now. Oh, I, I know, but... That thing ain't I mean, going to sell forever. <laughs> that That's one of those things that uh, I I would not want to pay full price for, obviously, but if I can pick it up cheap on a Steam sale, that'd be kind of... Yeah. But it's, but they have like characters from all the different mega like all the different Mega Man's. Uh, so like, I've unlocked Maximo from the uh, RPG. You can unlock Zero from the like Zero from X, but also Zero from Zero. Sial uh, from Zero is one of the characters. Okay, Mega Man's turned into the sprawling anime of character relationships. I can't manage anymore. Is Tango there? Which one's Tango? Tango's the cat. Uh, not playable. Aw, darn. None of the, like, really non-playable characters, non-combat characters are playable. But they do have uh, Trombone and the Servbots. And then the uh, last thing, of course, I'm playing is the uh, Nikkei Goddess of Victory, which is, like, the only gacha game I have kept up with for more than, like, a month. And, uh, yeah, it's, they, they finished up their near collaboration because everything was collabing with near because that gotcha game had its two and a half year anniversary last month. Oh, it didn't get shut down after a year. No, it's still going. <laughs> and then um, we just expect it now. Yeah, we just expect it. Um, and then uh, they just uh, started their their new event called a uh, school of Locke, which uh has you following teacher, which is why I've been posting Hoff Hoffer's teacher memes all week. Mm. Where the uh, <laughs> when other games at, b- shut down, Nikkei bounces back. Says Cyril. <laughs> Boo. I I mean it's pretty pretty much. I mean it it did go like below down into the low one million dollar revenue a month period, but the last couple months it's. This last month with Nier, it really jumped back up into the multi-millions. But uh, the the School of Locke, uh, the ending, you're basically helping this teacher try and save some of her students. But you still find out that even though you were able to save some of them, there are other ones that have been basically sent off to be used as experiments. Oof. As I said, the game has some really dark storylines. They, they know... they. It's, it's like that not, child soldier anime I saw a summary for on YouTube. Things are dark in anime now. Oh, some some are dark, some are ridiculous. Uh, Class for Heroes, pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Reborn as a vending machine and to travel dun- in another world to travel a dungeon. That one's ridiculous because he's a vending machine. What? It's awesome. <laughs> it's a vending machine isekai. A vending machine isekai. I hate it. It Where can I watch so it? Bad. It's actually <laughs> one of the best animes this season. I'm not going to lie. That's Even funny. Mom Tappy, who was like, um, Rainbow. Dude, that's a very happy story. Says, dude. Even though it's like, a ve- it sounds so ridiculous, but 
but it's so awesome. I was like, yes, Cappy, you, you cannot understand. <laughs> Cappy's like, we need to replace one of our hosts now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that that's really all I've been playing since I've had no internet. I did, I couldn't even stream this week. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Did, did you have to watch your anime on DVDs like a Neanderthal? I had to watch it off my phone while laying in bed. No, not true. Uh, analog is watching them on VHS. I, I didn't feel like pulling out the VCR. <laughs> Moncappy says Lamis is also adorable, whatever that yes, means. Yes, she is. Okay, cool. When do, when do I get f- more of my um, I maxed out defense anime? Um, well, season two's done. I yeah. haven't heard if they're doing season three yet. All right. I'm also waiting for the next Overlord season. Uh, I haven't heard any word on a season five either. Mm. Unfortunately, um, at least for Bofuri, that one was uh, being done by Silverlink, and Silverlink had some major had a major COVID outbreak in their studios. Mm. So, like, that's how come the last two episodes of Bofuri got delayed. Yeah, uh, Misfit King of Demon. Uh, or Misfit, Misfit, the Misfit of Demon King Academy, half of its entire season was delayed till this season. Um, yeah, it, they 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 didn't even have they didn't even have any anime in the uh, spring season. Or no, yeah, for spring they How many seasons of anime are there a year now? Four. There's a Four. winter, okay. spring, just summer, seasonal, fall. literally seasons. Unlike yeah, TV literally here. Seasons. All right. Um, we are nearing the end of the summer season and the fall season will start next weekend on the second. What are the, what are considered like the big seasons where the most prestigious animes come out or the most hyped or marketed or whatever? Um, usually, uh, usually spring and winter. Okay. But, um, it depends on, it also depends on production schedules. Cause as I said, yeah. like things Silver got Link delayed. Ended yeah. up getting like everything delayed from their studio because of COVID outbreak. So they skipped the entire uh, spring season and didn't have anything until this summer season. All right. I think we're done with what we've played. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get some feedback. Oh, good. What is it? Uh, our question of the week last week is what do you think of Starfield? Um, our only response sh- oh, is no. was from Shaman. I had a Series S and Game Pass active on it, which means I had access to Starfield, and I haven't even had the urge to download <sighs> it. Beyond that, my only reaction was an eye roll when I had two podcasts come out within an hour of each, of each other titled uh, Starfield and Friends. That's cute. And I, I responded... But I, I realized I should have responded on the show, and I and I said basically, as someone who has to come up with a title for a podcast every two weeks, well, actually every week now that I think about it, with us too, sometimes the best joke is the obvious one, hence that. But but it's also, a pretty I'm, good one, Starfield and Friends. But also, I'm surprised nobody went with Starfield of Dreams. If you don't know what Garfield and Friends is. You are not a millennial. I'm so sorry. Or maybe I'm so happy that you're young still. Thank you for continuing humanity. 
Did you know that I have a shirt with Garfield sitting in a chair like Shinji and it says Monday in Japanese? <coughs> no. See, I'm glad you laughed because Vaughn thought that shirt was stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> it is stupid, but it's funny. And I was like, Vaughn, sometimes I do things only to amuse I'm myself. So and this is one of them. Yeah, my my mom had a sweatshirt for that she wore for years that said, "Start every day with uh, uh, a smile and a donut," and then it said, "Smile optional." Um. So, what did we say our question of the week was going to be again? Somebody said we had it, one. And then... I, I didn't write suggested it. What, what 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 game do you want Larian to? Uh, oh, what game series do you want Larian to take over? Seems dangerous. Did we just decide it should be Mass Effect? I mean, I think so, but I'm sure our audience could come up with uh, other creative titles. There we go. Like, heck, t- take over for the Sonic RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then they'll get sued. <laughs> hey, as long as they don't call it Sonic Chronicles or have those characters in them, it's fine. It doesn't have no, to be they'll still try it's, and it's sue whatever, whatever, whatever game series that's like defunct or or the the main company has ignored long ignored or not put out good ones like what what one do you want larian to take over and make a good one make a good chrono trigger chrono trigger there you go that be that would be weird <laughs> i don't even know how to respond to that so we I'm should just get into the right news in. I should go right into the news. Uh, um, we've got Spell Spellforce Conquest of EO coming to consoles uh, via THQ Nordic, the latest title in the RPG and strategy series originally released on uh, PC earlier this year. I've never done a Spellforce. Is it good? Is this a Might and Magic game? Is this different? I I think I remember trying the first one years and years ago in the Navy, and that's as far much as I remember. That about doesn't it. help us much, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I I couldn't figure it out, and I had and I it was during a period when I had a lot of money and I was buying a lot of games. Oh no! Look at this. There's crazy amounts of crafting in it. Oh dear. Ooh. Oh, so right up your alley. It would be if the things I'm crafting persist. If those units die in a, a battle and I have to recruit them like a Heroes of Might and Magic, then I'm not into it. Because I don't like losing my investments of time. I, I hate it. A lot of when, menus in this game. I hate it in crafting systems in games where nothing you can create is ever better than what you can find out in the field. Ooh, that stinks or too. Or buy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's the case here, though. This might not be. Uh, the yeah. map looks cool in this game. You see all your units towering over everything, walking around the map, and it looks cool. I don't know if it's fun or not. I assume it's doing okay since it's a series of games. <laughs> well, there was a long delay between the second and the third game. I can tell you this trailer is not doing much for me visually. <laughs> it's like, yep, all right, the map concept's fine, but uh, what we're actually showing off is not really selling it. <laughs> Cyrael says, is yeah. this Spellforce of Age of Wonder? This is Spellforce. I've not played either, so I don't know the differences. Didn't All right. Well, anyway, it's coming to consoles. Game. When is it? Later this year. All right. Um, did, did anybody want more details about Saga Emerald Beyond? I think it's only you, Kelly. Okay. Well, and Wheels, we've, right? We've, yeah, and, and Wheels. wheels. We, and, we've uh, got David. it all. 
we've got an article that has more screenshots and goes what is going on in this game no don't tell me i don't want to know i'm just closing it just go if you want more saga stuff it's on the site we cover it (laughs) saga has always been weird and that's what i like about it although they have a different art director for the this one and uh the previous title whereas uh from the older titles okay so it'll look a little different now yes uh scarlet what was it saga scarlet graces i believe and this one uh share the same artist but it is a different artist from the older titles Mm. that's all i know (laughs) tell me about wander stars kelly so um, Fellow Traveler and Paper Castle Games are partnering for the release of this, and it is inspired by 90s anime. Oh, that's and cool. Like a specific a demo- anime or just in general? Just in general. Oh, it's the look. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all right. The, the pr- main protagonist looks very Toriyama. <laughs> um, keep keep scrolling. Th- there's a picture of a uh, happy- I, I was, What is this? What the... That is a buff copybara. With the surfboard. I want to play this just to see capybara with a surfboard. But you're just the girl, right? You don't get to choose your character? I don't think so. So, I don't mind being the girl. I'm just... There's cool characters here (laughs) I'd also like to play as. Yeah. That's more bara than cappy. Okay. Good one, Vaughn. I'm, I'm adding that to the title list. I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> Bara is uh, buffed up anime dudes. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's probably the pun they it... were going for. Then. <laughs> you, know what? Um, you know, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> is it called Capybara? Does it? Have it doesn't name? say a name here. Okay. His name is Grimms. So it does have a name. Grimms. Bara is the male version of Yuri. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Okay, um, we've got more screenshots and details for Persona 5 Tactica. Um, A lot more to learn about the game's unique enemies and gameplay features. It's looking very interesting. I'll I'll definitely agree with that. Uh, Just come out already. I have enough info. Like, come on. (laughs) When is it out? November. 17. I feel like I'm going to need a demo on this to kind of sell me on it, because it looks complicated. Maybe we can convince Hairfrog to stream it. I'm just saying, it's the screenshots kind of look so confusing, because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dangan Entertainment is publishing Exit Veil. Why is this lady wearing one of the new Apple headsets walking around? <laughs> like, it's very weird. It, it kind of reminds me, like, that art style kind of reminds me a little bit of Baroque. Mm. Is this a, just an adventure game? What is this? A cult RPG is the latest from the team Beyond Mystery Adventure title Tokyo Dark. Okay. Is what the blurb says. We just have some screenshots. It doesn't really show it being a... Yeah, I don't get any combat from the screenshots, really. Yeah. I guess there's one screenshot that looks like some sort of first-person turn base. On the other hand, um, some more Yakuza screenshots came out, and with one screenshot, they've sold me on the game. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Which yep, one? The one oh, I've got on the shark. stream, just <laughs> Ichigo versus Giant Shark. 
I watched all of the gameplay trailers this morning. Um, Sujuman is back, Josh, and this time you can collect them and fight them. So that's going to be a big part of the game is collecting them and then fighting yes. other random people. Oh, Lord. Yes. So in, in the first there's game, crazy there taxi in this game. Mm-hmm. Chris, in the first game, there was a whole joke about Pokemon. Yeah. About and now you can actually get them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. It was the it was the best running joke in the entire game, particularly uh, getting getting to fight your first one, and it was green, blue, or red. Don't don't <laughs> watch the story the trailer for Yakuza because it is spoiler heavy. All right, I won't. Um, they've they've also modified the uh, gameplay a little bit. Now your characters have that circle around them that they can move, you can actually control and move them around in. So you mm. can oh. set up like knocking enemies into other care, you know, some of your other uh, party members so that you could do extra damage. So you can oh. plan that out better. You know, they kind of had that in the first one where you could when you hit an enemy, they would go backwards and you could like hit them into traffic. You could try and do that kind of stuff. Now or, it looks or, like you can actually pick up set like this a bicycle up. and smash them over the head. Yeah. with it. Yeah. Now now it's going to be a little bit easier to kind of a little bit more structured in how you set that up. Um, did you also see all the new jobs? No, I did not see all the new jobs. What new jobs have we got? Samurai Desperado. Ooh, ooh. Which is a cowboy, geo dancer where they're wearing uh, the Hawaiian skirts, pyro dancer where they're doing the Hawaiian fire dancing, housekeeper, action star, and Sujimancer. I don't know what Sujimancer is supposed that to be. That means you've and, got a bunch of Pokemon. Oh, You're probably commanding the Pokemon. It. Yeah. Oh my um, god, they're going to put the girls in maid outfits. But. No, uh, Desperado cracked me up because it showed Ichiban in a cowboy hat. Also, uh, Danny Trejo is in this. And I think I've got a screenshot of his character. Yep. Danny Trejo is in the dub, says Yuna. Wild. Wait, that's really him? That's what Yuna says. Yep. We're trusting our chat here. (laughs) So, sorry if we're wrong. Oh, and it looks like he has a machete, so of course he's yeah. in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I thought of you the whole time I was watching this trailers, Josh. <laughs> Anna's going to love that game. I hope she streams it. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up day one or not, because it comes out in January. Mm. Come on, Kelly. Come on. I know, but... What are you busy I... with in January? Oh, I you know, know, like the yet. 12 other games coming out? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I feel like this is going to trump most other things. Wario 64 posted a like image of all the games that are coming out at the same time in January. Yeah, plus, okay, but it doesn't matter because half of them will get delayed. Um, not just that, but January is usually when I play my Christmas games. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know, plus, here's another game coming out in January, right? Well, so in February. February. Yeah. Oh, oh, I uh, pulled up the Steam page. And there's uh, looks like pre-order bonuses for two new other new jobs going to uh, uh, like a Ooh, dragon. That's I'm sorry. Mean. Don't don't yeah. pre-order just for jobs. Uh, male job linebacker, where they look like an American football player, and a female job tennis ace. They're probably early access to the jobs that you can unlock later in the game. 
I would imagine. No, because they did. They the uh, other one did have jobs that were exclusive for DLC or, or pre-order. Did they release them later? I. Maybe I. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, All right, cool. So, what do we got for Persona Three Reload coming out early February? Well, they showed the rival gang, mm-hmm. and one of them looks like Jesus. And I have no memory of that game from that gang from the original game. Oh, I do. Yeah, you remember Straka? I remember. They're them. like a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Junpei um, falls in love with one of the girls from it. Yeah. Okay, that. There's a whole storyline, Kelly. You, you, you know what? You're going to play Reload, and then you'll remember. <laughs> Are you going to use RP Gamer funds to buy it for me? You know what? You can watch someone else play Reload, and uh, then you'll and, remember. And then, <laughs> and then do my job for a month. So you can I watch have Anna play, play Reload. Okay. Because I, I am waiting for a sale on this one, because I am not paying full price for it at launch. As my protest for, you know, not putting the female protagonist in. And Oof. we're not getting into that argument again, Tam. Which argument? No, no, no. Never we're not going to remind him. Nope, moving on. All right. Thanks. Persona 3 News. Acquire announces Scars of Mars, which is not Sea of Stars. It's Scars of Mars. I don't know what it... Okay. What is this? It looks like another tactical game. It's, it's, uh, I think that said it's like a real-time tactics game. Oh, it's like... Meg- it's like the 3x3 three three versus 3x3 three three grid thing, but it's real time in a dungeon, first person dungeon. This looks, I don't want to play it. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I don't want to play this. <laughs> but I hope somebody does, and if it's good, they tell me. Because <laughs> this looks strange. <laughs> it, it, it looked very strange. Uh, Yuna says, oh, yeah, but you. Yuna says uh, Persona 3 Reload comes out on Game Pass. Uh, the problem is Kelly has a PS5, not an Xbox. Yep. All right. Unicorn Overlord, the <laughs> renaissance of fantasy strategy RPGs, as they called it, <laughs> is... Uh, I mean, it looks like it kind of... When they were showing this off during the Switch thing, it looked a lot like Ogre Battle. It is. It's just that indie games have come out and done Ogre Battle recently ogre battles come back out (laughs) yeah that's no that's the tactics one though ogre tactics yeah true this is this is ogre battle ogre battle yeah yeah this is like ogre battle ogre battle but it's so pretty uh so there's more screenshots and details that you can read through we're not going to go through all the story details here um but there are very pretty screenshots and you can look at it and be like oh why isn't this out yet and um and then you can be reminded that it's coming out when um, March. March eighth next year. Eighth. Um. Uh, so, uh, pr- proving that I put the hip in hypocrite, I did pre-order this one mm-hmm. mainly because I want the em- you get uh extra emblems for pre-ordering, and one of them is an emblem with Fluffy and BT from Thirteen Sentinels. Emblems being what in this? Context? I think you can put them on your banner. Oh goodness, Kelly! You bought it for <laughs> cosmetic banner emblems. Well, that and I thought that the collector's edition looked really cool because. Do you get a physical game. version of that ba- yeah. emblem? No. No. Okay. I would be yeah. half tempted to get a tattoo of that, though. All right. Here's a series that I know always tempts you and Josh: The Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel three and four for PS five have been announced. Are you going to replay it on a PS five no. optimized version? No. Oh. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> How is anything different here? Like, did they that. did they change anything? 
No, they're uh, just putting they, them in a double pack. Oh, they're the already out on PS5? This is just a two-pack? <laughs> yeah. How much are they charging for this two-pack? Doesn't say. So the article does, didn't look. I, I will c- admit, I'm a little sad with the uh, Unicorn Overlord because I do want it. But it's probably going to be Switch only forever because it's Vanillaware. Nothing Vanillaware has made has ever been on, like, Steam. I wonder right. why. I don't know. What do you mean nothing Vanillaware like has been on Steam? Nothing, no games they've made have been on Steam. None of their games are on Steam. Grant, the, oh, the the big leg game wasn't on Steam? I didn't know that. Not. The big Dragon's leg game. Crown? Yeah, that one. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. All right, you well, mean whatever. The, you mean the girl with the impossible boobs game? Yeah, which is in this one, too, by the way. Like, there's more impossible. Vanillaware always has impossible boobs. That's their, okay. their studio motto. Um, the collector's edition of the three Trails of Cold Steel 3 and 4 double pack is not, uh, $100. But it comes with extra stuff. I can't find any listing for the regular edition. Delightful. Wait, hang on. No, that's just a picture. What if, instead of that, I tempt you with The Legend of Heroes Trails Through Daybreak? Yay! Yay. Kuro no Kiseki. Oh, okay. I've heard that title yeah. before. All I right. Why, why did they? I wonder why they changed the name. Because it's in English now? Because it's English, yes. <laughs> well, I, I know <laughs> that, but why wouldn't they have called it Trails from Black? Because that doesn't sound as good as Trails Through Daybreak? Yeah. yeah. And I actually agree with that statement. Um, I don't know if they needed to change it, but uh, I think once you just say it's the next Trails game, they could just say the new Trails game and have that be the name of every game, and it would probably do just as well. Yeah, but then you'd have like a whole shelf of the new Trails game, and you wouldn't be able to know. It, yeah, which it one works for Apple. Come on. Yeah, that that's some uh, new new 3ds crap. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that isn't uh, confusing at all. So this is the localized title for Kuro no Kiseki. Uh, it'll come out summer of next year, 2024. And uh, then we have some story stuff and some combat system stuff. But there is a trailer, which I probably can't play because spoilers for me or something. And then it, it's coming west. And uh, that's the news you well, wanted. I mean, this this one's like the completely new region. It's, and it's Calvert. Yeah, this one's yeah. moving to Calvert. And the combat system is changing in this one. It's becoming more... Action is Calvert where the samurais are? Calvert is the one that is more uh, Eastern influenced. Okay. Yeah. Also, look at these ducks. Duck-billed platypuses with razor teeth. <laughs> this is also I mean, the first game in Falcom's new engine. So there you yeah. go. And yeah, th- I can't find anything about uh, regular releases of that double pack other than the limited edition. I'm I'm curious if that's going to be 60 or if they're going to charge like full price probably for both probably. of those or close probably. to it at least if the collectors is 100 that might be the only release physically yeah that's true but we'd have to look at it um offline no, no, why, why do i care i have both yeah of these, exactly have curious. it all you played on pc anyway <laughs> garland my story has been announced it's a new roguelike rpg with farming sim elements it's scheduled to release for switch and pc via steam simultaneously in quarter four 2024 
Honestly, with the bit of gameplay you just showed, it looks more like uh, Enter the Gungeon Mm, for mm -hmm. the combat. That's fair. All right. Next up, we have Octopath Traveler 2 is coming to Xbox consoles and the Windows Store. It will land on new platforms early next year. Uh, Matt gave this a 5 out of 5, by the way, and I agree with that 5 out of 5. This is a damn good game. I wonder if it'll come to Game Pass. It's on sale on Steam right now. Yeah. Um, I've even seen physical copies on sale for as low as 40, so... I highly recommend that game. Yeah, it's on sale forty four ninety nine. You can get and a dog in your party. 30. It looks like fox. Oh, okay. You either get a fox or an owl. You have ah, I got to pick. Okay. Um, Anna played Dra- Dragon's Dogma too, didn't she? Um, Dragon's or Dra- Dragon's Dogma. Sorry. A little bit. I don't think she finished it. I think she gave up on it. Uh, Hairfrog uh, streamed it. Yeah. Um. The the so Capcom showed off more, more footage uh, of the combat and pawns and vocations and setting. And yeah, I still need to play the first game. Um, we've also got Shuan Yun, uh, Shuan Miss Beyond the Mountains heading to Switch um, later this year. Uh, this is the one that Pascal gave a one out of five. It's sorry, a remaster of Shuan Yun Sword 3. Yeah. And yeah. Oh boy. This looks. This. this is indie. <laughs> or it looks RPG makery. I mean, this is like <laughs> the third game old. in the series, and it's old. Okay. So it could just be. All right. It's old. Oh. Didn't it's we just good. get like a new one of these? Like a yes, modern one? It, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Last year, I think yeah. it came out. It's probably earlier this year. This this has been a long year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've also got more details for Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. Um, this update includes major characters and locales in the game, some of, some of which includes Dragon Quest IV play, players and will find familiar. Or players will find familiar. I read that. Yeah, it's Dragon, Fourth, Dragon Quest IV characters will show up. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, it's Dragon Quest Monsters with Dragon Quest IV characters. That's kind of their shtick with Dragon Quest Monsters. Look how happy um, this dragon is. Matt was telling me that he knows people in some of the Dragon Quest Discord servers that have put like 70 hours in the demo trying to map out like oh. the fusion trees. Oh, no. Here we go. So is this the demo to sink all your time into instead of disguise? I don't know because... <laughs> Does progress carry over? I don't think so. Oh, so it really is just spreadsheet mapping. All right. Yeah, I am not 100% sure on that. That's why I haven't checked it out, because I do not like it when progress doesn't carry over. Why don't you research it, and then no. Because I have other things to do. Dragon Quest Monsters. What is this called? The Dark Prince. Demo. Progress. Carry. Over. Players who download and play through the demo will be able to transfer the monsters in their party and reserves to the full game. Okay, that's not what I heard. I, I don't think, like, story progress carries over. No, but, like, the monsters the are monsters. what matters in a game like that, so that's fine. I, I suppose so. All right. We uh, have an announcement of Abyss Fantasia from Gamera Games. It's a hand-drawn adventure RPG. Let's check out the trailer of this on the... Oh, yeah, that's that's hand-drawn. Um. What are we doing here? So we're just like, 
it's a life sim adventure make choices what what levels up here oh there's cards okay this is all in kanji so i can't read it so maybe when it's localized (laughs) it'll make more sense also it looks like it goes eldritch so that was announced at tokyo game show and it'll be out next year on pc um did did we have any stories oh wait I don't what? think we put in the story about the final... Oh, wait, no, we did that last week. Never mind. Okay. I I, for... I was got confused last week. They put out the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth release date. Oh, yeah. Week. We talked they, about that last week, yeah. They were they just put out some more details about it. Like, uh, Vaughn is telling me there's going to be a piano minigame. Oh. Yes, they were showing that off at TGS last night when their street... When the English stream died... <laughs> So, so we both determined that you will be able to find uh, Tifa's panties in her room because that was tied to that in the original game. I never did this in the original game, so all right. <laughs> you never found Tifa's panties. No, I did not. You. This is crazy. You need like strange. Oh my gosh! That's the computer. How did people version. figure this out? That's the computer version. Does it matter? Yeah, but no, it's a, that's that's the old one, by the way. Yeah, Chris, I can't find the current one. So, well, well they, they showed it off last night at TGS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and right in the middle of that segment, it fi- okay. Yeah, I get it. Literally, yeah. Died. So you go to the Is Japanese one and watch it. It's a music mini game. Well, they were also going over into other details of the games and whatnot. It was actually during their press release. The the, the English press release died right then. Oops. It was so amusing. Oops. Also, thank thanks to uh, some of the preview video that I've seen, I finally got to see Red Thirteen on a chocobo, and that is hilarious. It, it reminds me of in WoW when you're doing a quest as a in cat form, and you get on a mount or something, and it's clearly not designed to be that way. Chris, you're a druid; you can relate. Yep. So. <laughs> Let's see. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will not feature chocobo breeding. What the hell? Why? Why you still won't have it... chocobo racing, though. But why won't it have breeding? Like, what the hell? Because think... they're probably going to have you get Knights of the Round some other way. Forget that. Like, why aren't they having the breeding? Like, they have all these other mini games. They have the one for Tifa's panties. They can't put in chocobo breeding. Like, the thing people wasted way too many hours on. <sighs> Why does this upset me so much? Oh, right, because it's indicative that they don't actually care about the things people liked in the game, but obviously they're doing well. People love the remake, and I should just shut up. All right. So, also, apparently, according to this article on Nosy Pixel, the Ray Red 13 rides on Chocobos was Nomura's idea, which I can't get you a good screenshot of this, but if we zoom way the hell in, you can see it's just like Kelly says, where it's like they took his cat model and posed him where the things would be for a human, but it looks real awkward. <laughs> well, that's Nobara for you. <laughs> Mooncappy says seven rebirth is off the list now. <laughs> Don't care. Still going to play it. So you can still get colored chocobos though, obviously. Um, yeah, and they can do them. different things. You just rent them. You'll, you'll probably do some other tedious mini game side activity to unlock the gold chocobo. Emperor Mythos says, keyword about wasting time doing chocobo breeding, Chris, is that it was wasted. I wish I could have those hours back. It's like, oh, okay. So it wasn't good. And in the modern 
uh, climate of many monster hunt, monster raising and breeding games, why would you do it in this? I see, guess my, I could see that. My sure. biggest time sink with that was getting money to buy so the greens. It, it, still, it still has Chocobo Racing, Cappy. It just doesn't have the breeding. The breeding yeah, I was think not the breeding was the important part, though, because it let you get better at racing. No, actually, you had to get better at racing to breed specific chocobos. Oh, weren't they interconnected? Am no. I misremembering this? No, they were. They were. They were interconnected. This is where we bring out the VG Cats the chocobo re- breeding the, comic. Yeah, it was racing that led to the stat gains that allowed you to breed specific chocobos, not the other way around. Oh, Moncappy, I don't think the Chocobo breeding was Final Fantasy VII's most important minigame. No, submarine. Crazy will... motorcycle, that's where it's at. Snow... I, honestly, I got really good at snowboarding. Oh, I did too. Me and my friends would uh, sit there and um, try to beat each other's times. And then my, my brother-in-law was like, I don't get it, why do you have to press this button to get into the snowboarding game. That's stupid. And I was like, Cause it's a game within a game. There we go. Cyrael says you had to catch specific qualities of yellow chocobo and train chocobos up by racing them to get to the point where they could properly breed and breed the right color combos together. There we yep. go. As I said, I, racing was how... Was so you, racing is part of it. Yes, but it wasn't... It was in the revert. As I said... You had to race the chocobos to get their stats up to breed them to get the specific combos. Yeah. You had to then race to so that's all part them. of it. I mean, it's the same thing in the end, really. And I think probably the reason why they're not doing this is because they're saving Knights of the Round material for the quote unquote last game. They added it's chocobo so raising to Final Fantasy, VII, Final Fantasy 11, and it's kind of better in that. So go play Final Fantasy 11. And then I'd rather yell at do me. it in fourteen. Oh, is it in there too? Yeah, there's chocobo racing in fourteen. No breeding. Yes. Really? Oh. Yes. I didn't know that. All right, do yes. it in fourteen then. Okay. I don't know if it's better in fourteen or not because I didn't do elevens. That, that's fine though. Like, don't don't go back to to eleven. Save yourself a lot of. Don't get don't get addicted to that at this point. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> and you know what? I could have a. You know what? I have a white chocobo in 14. There you go. Also, they said that the choco, chocobo, that they're going to be chocobo stations that are going to be fast travel points. Because I, I guess um, once you get out of Midgard, there's like a huge open field on the way to Junon. Oh, right. yeah. No, it's they're They've tried to, rec- <sighs> according to them, they've tried to recreate the, recreate the world map. Hmm. Okay, we're going to move on from Final Fantasy VII and talk about yeah. the new release dates we've got. So Sigil the Magi is a deck builder, and it's fully releasing in a couple weeks. It's been on Steam Early Access for nearly a year. So look forward to that if you've been following that. Atelier Resleriana is coming out on mobile this week. So if you're into Atelier Gotcha games, that's something you could... I guess get on an Android phone account or something, or, or a Japanese phone account. So, are they having two Atelier Gotcha games at the same time? I think this is the one. I don't think there's two. I, I thought there was one already. No, I think this is the one we've been hearing about. 
It's Japan only, unless there's one that just came in the U.S. and then one that's coming out in Japan. <laughs> Who knows? Language Discovery RPG Terra Aaliyah is coming to Switch. Um, it is. It has uh, ten languages for players to cast spells with. So I don't know what's up with that, but I guess you figure out these real languages. Learn language I mean, it, by it, playing it, a game. Yes, yeah, so you're it's, learning spells in languages that are foreign to you, but they're real Earth right. languages. So that's neat. It's it's an interesting way of it's kind of like you know I love games it. where you do the typing and you learn yeah. how to type to play the game. It's this is helping you you play the game and learning another language. It's an interesting thing. It'll be out October 11th, and once again, it's called Terra Aaliyah. So T E R R A A L I A. It'll be on Steam. Oh, it's already out on Steam, so I'm just going to wishlist that and pick it up at some point. Because um, why not? 15 bucks. And uh, yeah, that sounds fun. Cool way to try out new languages and do some learning. Okay. Now I need to tell you the new release dates. You ready for them? I'm mm-hmm. ready. Okay, I said that wrong. Here's the new releases for the week, but still. Harvest Moon, The Winds of Anthos. Which is that a whole new Harvest Moon? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Oh, so time apparently. It it look they keep getting better at these uh Natsume made Harvest Moons. This looks looks like it's continuing to improve in graphical quality and, and production. So I don't They're know if it'll just, be good or not, but it looks neat. They're not just shitty Minecraft clones anymore. I they, people liked that Minecraft clone one though. Huh. And you can get a unicorn. <laughs> I think it's DLC, though, um, in this one. Uh, I just I think the animals look cute, but I don't know if the gameplay is any fun. <laughs> so it's, Harvest Moon isn't really for me, though. Um, Infinity Strash. Gosh, that name is so hard to say. Infinity Strash, <laughs> Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die. I'm waiting for all the reviews with the, the uh, tagline, Infinity Strash, more like Infinity Trash. Um. <laughs> Real, real quick, I, I keep bringing up Matt because he's had a productive week. He interviewed the producer um, of that game on uh, his Slime Time podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go listen to that, Slime Time. That's cool. Go listen to Slime Time and hear the interview with the producer for Infinity, Infinity Strash, not Infinity's he, Trash. He, he said that they were really particular about saying the name of the game right. Mm-hmm. I, I guess you can't call it Infinity Strash Dragon Quest. It has to be Dragon Quest something. I can't remember what the full name is. The Dragon Adventures of Die. Yeah. Infinity yeah. Strash. Infinity you have to Rash. Say it in that order. They can't like par- they were not allowed to like partially say it in different orders. Jeez. Okay. Also Gothic Classic out this week. Um, which is I think a remaster or re release of Gothic, the original, so I don't know what's up with that. Um, Fate Samurai Remnant. So there's more of that Fate show for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. That's the expansion for Cyberpunk. Uh, that's, is it good now? I keep hearing it's good now. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know, having not played it, so I don't know. But it's the part of the big Cyberpunk 2.0. You know what I hear about Cyberpunk in talking about graphics cards features and how nice they look. So. I know it's good for showing off ray tracing or ray simulation or whatever, ray reconstruction, whatever the new oh, thing is. Ray tracing and DLSS? Yeah, but no, there's a new thing. So, oh. Phantom Liberty ray reconstruction? 
Instruction. I have to figure out what it is. Um, DLSS 3.5 Ray Reconstruction. So it is part of DLSS. Um, I don't have an NVIDIA card, so I can't play around with this anyway. But uh, yeah, if you've got one of those and, and and you turn it on, you'll get nice looking lighting with less, I don't know, <laughs> less hit on your frame rate. <laughs> so there you go. And Sonic Frontiers, the final horizon, Kelly. What's that about? Um, it's basically the fi- the final DLC pack, and I'll need to go check that out because I'm I haven't really checked out all the DLC packs, but I think this one is supposed to add more story. Okay. Yeah. And and it's free, I believe. Well, that's good. So. Free is best. Gosh, I played that game in January. Where's the time gone? Just it keeps on slipping into the future. Indeed. Um, we've got a cup. Oh wait, never, never mind. Yeah, we covered. Um, oh wait, no, we have editorials. Mm-hmm. We have a oh we t- oh. Uh, we have a Fate Samurai Remnant interview. The right, latest action right. RPG from Koei Tecmo's Omega Force Studio offers a new tale in the Fate franchise. Ahead of the game's release later this month, RP Gamer was able to put some questions to game director Ryota Matsushita about some of the ideas and challenges for the game. And then um, we also have some final impressions coming up from PAX, and sorry they took so long. But now, there were so many. Uh, <laughs> was that Downdar who was doing all that? Mostly, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, big shout out. Anna had a wrist there. injury and it's been impeding her ability to get things like impressions and stuff done. So, but Dandar like saw like the most games out of all of us and he's been hitting out of the park getting those writings done. So, thanks Dandar. Yeah, big shout out to him for working on those cuz they may be delayed, but he I mean, he he was really plugging away at writing up most of the uh, impressions cuz as Chris said, uh, Paul's injured Nind Noodle was there, but she's our graphics, and of course Chris was there. And he... I was there explicitly with the mandate of "I'm here to help Anna. I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> Which I know that doesn't sound great on a podcast, but I just and, I and don't enjoy writing, <laughs> huh? And you ended up falling. I ended up falling, and she tried to help me and hurt her wrist. We think it's a hairline fracture from me falling down and smacking into her arm on the way. I'm the one who fell, and she got more hurt. It's not fair. <sighs> Sorry, Anna. She always tells me, don't apologize for it. It's not your fault. <laughs> Is that it for our show, by the way? I think so. Anything yeah. anyone wants to bring up or talk about? What are you going to play this week, Josh? Uh, maybe I'll change over to Sea of Stars. That sounds way more interesting than Starfield. <laughs> People I, I seem think, to like it. <laughs> I think you would have a lot more fun with it, Josh. Yeah, I think everybody would have a lot audible. more fun with it. Um, we, we talked about the Unity stuff last week. They uh, walked back some of it. Oh, yeah. Um, all of it or just some of it? I believe that they increased the threshold um, for if you get dinged if you're a small studio, and I can't remember the rest. It is still somewhat up-in-the-air issue, though. Yeah. Gotcha. Like we're working on it. <laughs> Honestly, whenever when everybody said this with the Unity thing, do you want to know what I said? What'd you say? I said, "Wow, I'm surprised this didn't happen sooner after they got bought out by the ransomware company." Yeah, that's literally what I said. Yeah, who owns them? Some ransomware company that that. 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, the Godot uh, game language is uh, having a fun time getting very popular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Iron, uh, Iron Source. Okay. That was July of last year. So as I said, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Engine, not language. I'm sorry, Vaughn. Yes, the Godot gaming lang- uh, engine, which uses C-sharp for its language, which oh, I don't know if I like C-sharp. I know it's fine. I'd rather learn a different language, singing. but it's fine. It's it's not. It's a Microsoft C-sharp. It's like C plus Java. Never mind. I'm not, I'm going to get it wrong, so it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a, um, a lot of a lot of this stuff is also dependent on if you want to, to make a 2D or a 3D game. Yep. No, you're right. And, and yep. I, and I'm pretty sure Unity was the 2D one. Unity had 3D as well. Okay. They recently added, or they had added it at some. A lot of Unity games are 3D. Okay. My my bad. Yeah, Unity is what the Octopath is based in. Yeah. Actually, Vaughn says it's mostly 3D with little bits of 2D. Most most okay. of the things people use it for is 3D. And I guess 2D is there as an afterthought because they're probably easier engines to use for just 2D. It's my assumption. Just- because I but, could have sworn that uh, Unreal was primarily 3D. Yeah, but it I, is. I mean, I it guess is. obviously yeah. they both can have both. I just can't remember the exact details. Sometimes it's a matter, you know, it, it also depends on what you know. If you already know one language, it might be easier for you to do your 2D game in that. That I keep saying language. If you already know one engine, it might be easier to do your 2D game in that engine, even if it's not best for it, just because it'll save you time because you already know it. But who knows? Anyway. Uh, that doesn't matter much for you. You just want to play games. And Kelly, what are you going to play? I'm going to play Pokemon the Teal Mask. Or Pokemon Scarlet the Teal Mask. I downloaded the DLC this morning because I got in the mood for Pokemon. And I'm told that, well, maybe, I don't know if they patch this or not, but I was told that apparently there's a bunch of shinies uh, running around. In this expansion, though it could be like the other one I mean, where there were there's so many shinies people. in this game to begin with. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's cute. It's fun seeing some of my old buddies oh. running around in the field like uh, Hoot Hoot. Tam, what are you playing? Um, well, as long as my internet stays good, I should hopefully be finish, uh, um, playing more Atelier Iris 2. Uh, I will still be playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 in my offline time. Uh, if I can work out my sleep, I'm hoping to also be streaming either Mary Skelter 2 or Super Robot War 2nd OG. And, who know- and of course, I will be playing Nikkei Goddess of Victory because... So many it, games. This is why I don't review. Yeah. It would take me forever to review a game because Fair I switch enough. games so often. As for me, my plans this week, uh, I doubt I'm going to get back into that Disgaea 7 demo. Um, Obviously, PoE has a grip on me, but I'm hoping to transition back to Baldur's Gate 3 and wrap that up at some point. So we'll see if I can pull it off. (laughs) And that's it. So um, let's see. I have one game here that we didn't cover on the upcoming that apparently is out this week. It's called Witch Spring R for PC. So Oh, yeah, that. Yeah? I remember someone not saying good things about that before. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> like, don't we have a review or something? I don't know. An, yeah. an impression? I think it's Google out did this an week. impression yeah. once. All right. 
So that's also out. Uh, I won't be playing that. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, what's our question of the week for game. folks? Um, what game series would you like to see Larian take over and make good? Oh goodness. I feel more and that, more embass- embarrassed about that question every time I hear it. <laughs> I mean that that's the key there. Make good. So, yeah, uh, there was a write-up by Noodle, uh, Sarah McGar, September 18th of 2022 on the PAX West impression of which spring are. So pa- PAX from last year. All right. Yeah, that's how long it took him to get this released on the PC. Well, then. It's a remake of a mobile game. Ah, all right. So now we have the details I was missing. Which remake of a mobile game? All right. Well, if you would like to leave an answer to the question of what game series should Larian take over and make good, uh, you can leave it at um, rpgamer.com. Go to the podcast section, click on the latest show, and leave a comment. Um, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing. It just gets those episodes de- delivered right to your device. Uh, you can also come join us over in RP Gamers Discord and join the discussions about various things and see me brag about my poe stash not really i I posted one screenshot so no i'm not doing that really but uh, and then um poor poor alice who used to be on the show she she posted us a video of her getting one shotted in poe because she didn't read her map mods before she went into the map which is a big mistake in path of exile does Um, does that game have permadeath uh only if you play hardcore okay was she playing hardcore no okay (laughs) <laughs> well no i mean it's it still sucks I've yeah just, i know i know i know <laughs> the degree of suck yeah the degree is much lower it's just kind of a silly like oh yep that happened that's on me <laughs> um and then what else uh i think that's it thanks for watching we'll see you next week 9 a.m pacific noon eastern on twitch.tv slash rpgamer and i will try to do my best to start the show on time next week to you live listeners i apologize for that so we're gonna see you next time until then goodbye everybody Bye-bye. Bye-bye.